Hey peeps, welcome to Tanya's Health Life. This is your host, Tanya Brew. I'm going to get on here weekly and share my thoughts, talk to you guys, what's on my mind, all the things, and I hope you guys can join me, have a blast, and get some cries out, some laughs out, and some good times. Thank you for joining me. Enjoy the show. Hey, my peeps, how are you guys? So just like I promised, here's part two of Unrelenting Standards. If you guys did not listen to last week's episode, I suggest that you do so so that you have a clue as to what I am talking about and you can fully grasp everything that I give you in the second part. All right, enjoy. Okay, so you might guys might be asking, how do we develop unrelenting standards? Like, where do these fuckers come from? So they develop first in child in childhood, right? So it usually happens in children uh, where families value the individual by how well they achieved or performed in areas. And because of this, uh, the individuals had little importance placed on making connections or having fun. There was emphasis, emphasis on performing to a high standard, right? So it's almost as if the pressure was always on to do right, to do good, to do straight A's, to perform at high performance, no matter what it was that you were doing, that the minute you fucked up, you, everything else didn't matter. So what happens is that is a core belief and that is a way that your brain is being conditioned to look at yourself throughout life. So you the bar is set so high that it's almost unachievable to do 100% of the time. You can achieve that high bar sometimes, but to think that you can achieve it 100% of the time is unrealistic, right? Because things happen. So you might have to change how you do something. So the bar may not be set so high, but you still achieved it. So does that mean you fail? To somebody who has unrelenting standards, it does because they didn't do it at the high bar that they were expecting to do it in. Um. So our brain instinctually looks for the negative in every situation. That's how our brains are meant to be. You know, back when we used to like hunt and gather food, we always had to be a hyper aware of like animals and predators. So our brain is always going to look for the scary stuff first so we can protect ourselves. Even though in day in this day and age we live now, we don't really have to live in that mindset, mindset, a mindset. It's different. But our brains live in that instinctually. So as children, our parents are responsible for creating these subconscious beliefs about who we are in the world. And we tend to recall all the criticizing first before we can recall the sense of doing things, quote unquote, the right way. So even if you achieve something as a child, even if you did all these great things and won awards, your brain is always going to remember the, criti- the criticized parts, the parts that you did incorrectly the parts the times when your parents said well you you could have done better yes but it would have been better if you did it this way or if you would have put more time you would have gotten a higher score that kind of shit so like even though you did accomplish things as a child some parents are so about like i don't know if it's like clout or saying oh yeah my kid's smarter than yours kind of thing i don't know what the fuck it is but it's the sense maybe they're overcompensating because maybe they couldn't achieve things when they were kids and maybe they were told they couldn't so they're trying to like overcompensate and make sure that their kids do that 
But instead of helping, it's hindering because it's creating this core belief that it's never going to be good enough, no matter how hard you try. So additionally, unrelenting standards can also develop in families where criticism was common and little praise was received. Children can feel like they never did good enough and could always have done better or achieved more. So I personally relate to this uh, because like a lot of us 80s and 90s babies, we were raised very differently. Uh, very like, not cutthroat, but kind of like, there's no sugar coating. It's like, like make it happen or make it happen kind of thing. It wasn't, it's, things are so different now. Um, so now I, I truly don't think that most of our parents intentionally made us feel like we were incapable of doing things. I just feel like they were doing the best with what they had, with what they endured as children, if that makes sense. So like my dad, for example, grew up in a very strict household. And he, even to this day, he's, he always said that he felt like he never did things right. Like my grandpa always felt like, always made him feel like the right, there was always the right way to do it. And he was never doing it the right way. So my dad, I think sometimes has a little bit of insecurity with that kind of stuff. And some of that, some of those beliefs trickle down into our upbringing, you know, And as an adult now, I feel like I, in hindsight, I can see where he tried. I can see where he tried not to be like my grandpa in that way. But sometimes learned behavior is learned behavior and you just fall back to that because it's comfortable. Whether it's right or wrong, it's just comfortable. And and so like he would go back to that. And like, I remember I tell my kids all the time, I have the patience of a saint when I help my kids with homework. More so now my youngest one, because my older two kind of like have their shit figured out than God. Um, and I have a husband who can be very useful and helpful when it comes to like all the hard math because I can't math hard stuff and I don't, I'm not afraid to admit that. <laughs> so I pass that shit along to him, but other stuff I'm, I'm there and I'm and I help my kids. But I remember growing up, I, I used to be afraid to ask my dad because it's like, oh, how come you don't get it? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to ask you. I'm just going to get like C's in my class and just like passed by the skin of my teeth because I don't want to be yelled at for not getting it right that is how he made me feel because he was frustrated maybe because I wasn't understanding it but that was just him reverting back to like how my grandpa probably used to speak to him now as an adult I have my kids I have done so much work on myself to change a lot of the way that maybe my parents you know brought us up in the ways that maybe I didn't see fit for me you know that I didn't agree with I've changed that for my kids so I know he tried and he's, you know, he's a different person today than he was like, I don't know, 30 years ago. So I can give him credit there where credit is due, but fuck, I did not want to go to him for homework. (laughs) Okay, so how do unrelenting standards affect our lives? So most commonly, it's seen among career-driven individuals that succeeded and are unsatisfied in the results. They are commonly stressed commonly stressed as there is never enough time to do everything the impact of standards can lead to exhaustion difficulty having fun and burning out so like i was saying earlier uh a lot of the times we feel like things are just not going right for us when we're running or let's i want to say like we're running your own business right because this is what they're talking about here especially if it's your business it's your baby you're creating that you don't want to fail you don't want to look like a failure to other people But I feel like also in doing that, we are also creating this almost like hamster wheel of what we feel like is going to happen to what is actually happening. 
from the outside, somebody's, somebody can step in and look at how you're running your business and be like, damn, you, you're, you're doing that. You are running your shit. You have employees. You have created new ideas. You've created new things and, and, and you're making the sales and, and you're independent and all these things. But then the person on the inside who, who is doing all that stuff, who's created their own business and their own livelihood, brought, bringing in their own money, doesn't see any of that. They just feel like they have to continue to do more to continue to prove themselves to people outside of them more so than themselves. It starts to, you, you start to detach yourself from what really is the reason behind creating something for yourself, right? The, the sense of burnout and the stress, again, I have been dealing with that now for like, I mean, I mean a lot of us have, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom, you get it. You totally get it. And if you're a stay-at-home mom trying to like do something for yourself when it comes to like running a business, it adds a whole fat layer of like stress. I don't care how productive you are. I don't care how much you multitask. It is such a different animal when you're trying to run a business and have kids. It's not like you can clock out and say, hey, I'll come back tomorrow. No, it's not like that because you're a mom 24-7. Uh, so the constant stress can result in health issues. Constant adrenaline can take a toll on our cardiac system, putting us at risk of heart issues and cardiac arrest. If we have stress hormones constantly affecting our bodies, no amount of healthy lifestyle can protect us. And that is so true. I feel like in the last couple of years, I have been dealing with like stacked stress because of a lot of shit that I've had to deal with. If you guys go to my podcasts you know with mom issues and like my health and stuff like that like you can you'll you'll know where a lot of it's stemming from but at the same time it's this sense of like you have to continue to do more it doesn't matter how burnt out you feel it doesn't matter if you have that twitch in your eye it doesn't matter that the fatigue is so bad you have to just you got to share what you're doing you you got to you got to make more content you got to create more you you got to prove that you can be the mom at home with kids and run a business that's successful. But who, who are you proving that to? When are you going to feel happy, right? So unrelenting standards can impact connection and intimacy in a relationship. A partner can be rarely present and either physically or, or emotionally. These standards can firstly lead to alcohol dependency and work workaholism. So workaholic. As a person cannot switch off without substance assistance. Lastly, people with this can be hypercritical of their partner and cause issues in the relationship. So because you're so self-critical and you see that there's so many things that you feel like you're not meeting with your own standards, you start to see the same flaws in, in your partner. And unfortunately, it's in the people closest to you. If you're married or if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, if you're living with like parents, siblings, whatever it is, if the closest the people are to you, the more you love them the quicker you are to criticize and judge them because you're that much more comfortable to tell them into their face like you're fucking up and you're not holding up your end of the bargain. I am doing too much here. I can't do this all on my own kind of thing. Which some of those statements might be true, but at the same time, maybe it's because you're just putting so much on your plate and you feel like you're doing so much because you can't just fulfill that part of you that just doesn't feel like it's enough. Like it's never gonna be enough. Then you look at the people next to you, you're like, why the fuck are you not working as hard as I am? Like, how is it that I can be doing all these things, yet you're not? And that's where 
relationships start to fall apart. And I feel like unless you have a really open line of communication to understanding where this person is coming from, then it's just you're just going to be banging your head against the wall. So how do you let go of unrelenting standards, right? How do we get past that? How do we help ourselves kind of get through this? Uh, So when we feel the urge to obsess, we need to take a step back from the goal of perfection. And it's very hard, especially when it's perfectionism that that part of you feels like it needs to strive for in order to compensate for maybe the lack that you had growing up. Because a lot of it stems from our childhood. Remember that. A lot of the stuff and things we do today are just reactive to who we were when we were children. That's all it really comes from. Uh, We need to stop and enjoy our successes, relax, and enjoy life. Easier said than done. No shit. Stop pushing to get ahead and use these steps to put things into perspective. So here are some steps that that I found online that helps you kind of like retrain your mind um and your mind affects your emotional health whatever you're thinking your body feels kind of thing so if you can kind of retrain the brain to react think feel differently uh and almost perceive future events and your present moment in a more attainable i don't want to say positive but a more attainable lifestyle then i feel like the more you revert to that kind of thinking you're going to rewire and almost like cut and paste a new form of thinking and behaving. So one is to celebrate and enjoy your successes. So check in on your accomplishments. So like once you're, when you're doing something, take, take time to stop and see how far you've come. Don't be critical and say, yeah, I've come this far, but I should be here. No, no. Say I've, I've only come this far and I'm excited to continue to work to get even further, right? Don't say but because when you say but, you're dismissing the first part. And it's inclusive. It's duality. You can feel both things at once. So you need to stop and celebrate all that you've achieved. And you, ref- you reflect when you reflect on that, you can literally pat yourself on the back and, and be grateful for the efforts that you've put into everything that you've done. The second thing is to look how far you've come you know journal continuously uh, reflect on your achievements and feelings because when we're achieving things the emotions that we feel are are going to be a, a key point to like how how the small wins really do empower you it's the small things it's always the small wins and then this can help to keep you accountable and realizing what you have accomplished rather than what you haven't so the third one is to ease off on the critical self-talk. And that's very hard. It's hard because a lot of the times the self-talk that we hear is subconscious. And it's not really coming from us. It's coming from people maybe that we looked up to, whether they're parents or, uh, I don't know, siblings or other family members that we looked up to as people that would help us, like, I don't know, figure life out. They would have instilled this repetitive talk to you and it's instilled in there so instead of being like cruel to yourself try to have kind self-talk so if you make a mistake instead of saying i fucked up follow it with like i'm a human being i i'm allowed to make mistakes i tried my best and even though we can dwell on 
on how cruel we are to ourselves, we can choose to be kinder. You know, that's like coming with knowing that you're about to say something bad to yourself about yourself. I would say stop and take a breath and be like, what is the opposite of this? So that is forcing you to get your mind out of that, like, self-criticism mode and step into like, okay, let me look for something that's nicer to me. Another thing you can do is meditate. Some people don't like to meditate. You can do prayer. You can tune into your your body and your mind and reflect um, on being quiet and listening to your successes. So like, I feel like I've been, I, what I've been doing personally is listening to binaural beats. Um, it's just music to help retrain the brain. It's frequency music. Frequency is huge, right? We all run on different frequencies depending on how we're feeling. Our emotions are always, we're always on different regions of frequency. So there's certain ones that help you, your brain feel better, calmer, relieve the stress. You can feel relaxed. So what I have been doing is journaling with uh, binaural beats playing with my earbuds in. And I can tell you that the depth that has come up and out of the the, the journaling, what I put down on paper compared to when I wasn't doing that is so huge. It's like your body relaxes enough where your mind relaxes enough to see like, what is it that you're looking for? Again, here, you're looking for the successes. You're looking for where to have pride in yourself for the hard work that you put in. So that's something you guys can try. Um, take breaks. Take breaks. Taking breaks can be very hard, especially if you're like, taking a break is wasting time. I'm not being productive. But take breaks and schedule free weekends. If you can truly do that, like a truly free weekend, I'm telling you, if you're running a business, I'm sure you can put some stuff on autopilot and for a weekend, it'll survive. Your whole business is not going to crumble and die in two days. It, it just won't. It, re- it really won't. And neither will you. Well, you may if you keep pushing yourself to the edge and might have a heart attack or some shit. But you, you know what I'm saying. Um, you have to create restorative time for our energy and to create pure balance. Because as much as you're putting hard work into something, you should put playtime in there. It may not be balanced where you're doing the same amount of playtime that you're doing work time. But the playtime that you do has to be restorative. You have to be able to come back from that playtime feeling refreshed and feeling like you can go ahead and step into your work mode without feeling like you're 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 still stressed from before you went on on playtime or break time or free time, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? And there's also something, the last one is that there's also something called schema, 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 <laughs> therapy, um, that which aims to gradually replace the unfit shemas with healthier ones so that a person can experience less emotional distress and may help with self-esteem their relationships with others and daily functioning so essentially therapy for that is more like a talk therapy but it's almost like rewiring what we're thinking and saying to the opposite so it's like changing the self-talk but it's it's the instinctual feeling of like, okay, this happened because of this. So I'm not successful because I didn't achieve this goal. So it's like figuring out what is triggering that, talking through it, um, seeing how those parts of your human basic needs are being fulfilled or met or how they're not being met. And trying to work towards maybe one at a time to see if it'll kind of like recalibrate the brain and kind of realign like, okay, like I'm working hard and it's not so bad that I didn't get all this done because I did finish all of this and that's okay. 
So essentially, like unrelenting standards is something that a lot of us may walk around feeling. Um, and here they are talked about like your physical apps uh, aspect. You know, I, I talked a lot about business and about achieving goals, but like goals can look differently. Goals can look like you're eating healthier or not eating healthier. You're working out or not working out. And I say those because those are two other things that I always struggle with. You know, dealing with health stuff in the last two years, trying to get better and trying to like figure out where my body is today, putting myself in this position of like, I can't eat this and I can't eat that and I can't, then what the fuck can I do? Instead of looking at the things that I can't do, I'm trying to look at the stuff that I can do with joy um, without holding onto it where I'm choking it to death and killing it because controlling everything in my life has not serviced me it hasn't it hasn't served me in any way um having a sense of control is one thing trying to control things um is something different if you're trying to plan things and kind of like set a schedule for yourself okay but scheduling things for me look they look very um sparse at the moment and knowing that things can change and allowing my mind to understand that things can change because life happens is where I'm at right now. Um, letting myself enjoy free time, letting myself be more kid-like, joy- joyous in that way. You know, I aim for peace in my life. I aim, I aim for calm in my life. I aim for safety, for, for happiness and health and healing and strength. I aim for that in my life. And knowing that unrelenting standards is something that I have been actually living my life through up until this point, up until I like heard what this phrase was, is almost like I have gratitude for it. I have gratitude for knowing that it's a thing, knowing that I'm not like going bonkers, knowing that I'm not the only one feeling this way, knowing that there's a reason why. Sometimes I'm doing things in life and I don't feel fulfilled. Feeling like I have to go above and beyond and feel like things are never going to work out for me because my standards are so high. So instead of going and doing things from that perspective, I'm doing them from the perspective of, does it fulfill me truly? Is taking a step back going to kill me? Is it going to bring me more joy? Am I going to connect to my true self to those childlike parts of me that need to come out and play. The parts that I've suppressed for such a long time because it feels like, eh, you're fine. That was in the past. That doesn't matter now, but it does. Uh, You know, so I hope that this subject matter has opened up your guys' eyes to knowing or mind or whatever, to knowing that you're not the only ones feeling this way, that... A lot of people who try who try to be successful in life, the ones who I feel like are always striving for more, not because they're not, not because they don't, they shouldn't. Okay, if you want to strive for more in life, go for it. If you can do it, go for it. But if it's coming from a standpoint of like, okay, I did it. Like, what's the next thing? But never really being fulfilled in it or feeling like you've accomplished anything. Maybe you should take a step back and really see like where this is stemming from. Like, why does it feel like it's never enough? Why do you not feel like this is bringing you joy? Why are you feeling like you have to criticize yourself along the way? Why do you feel like others are criticizing you along the way? Like, ask yourself those questions. Is it really happening? Are people really criticizing you? Um, Are you really not successful? Um, 
like like why do you criticize yourself like look at those look at the look at those questions and try to answer them honestly and truthfully and then maybe you'll see that you have unrelenting standards you have this core belief feeling that it's never going to be enough you always have to strive for more sometimes in the striving for more we lose sight of like just how incredible our present moments are and burning out and being stressed out and having chronic health issues because of it let me tell you something it ain't fun right it ain't fun i'm dealing with burnout right now i'm trying to get through it and my body has been showing me signs for a long time and i know it has to stem from this so i know i'm not the only one i hope this reached out anybody if you feel like somebody you know is going through this share it with them share with them and open their eyes to something like this because you never know just recognizing it makes your your mind like something in your mind turn on like yo i'm not the only one so anyway my peeps that was it for today it was kind of like a lengthy one but i felt like i had a lot of information i hope you guys enjoyed it and i will talk to you guys next week bye my peeps thank you for listening to the episode my peeps hope you guys enjoyed it if you guys liked it please share it if you want to connect more with me Follow me on Instagram at Tanya's Health Life and I'll connect with you guys there. Remember to love you, love your journey and be true to yourself. All right, my peeps, I'll talk to you soon.